All right, so we're live. It is September 15, 2020. John the Bond coming to you from beautiful, crazy Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, boy. And it's about 11, in fact, it's 11.03 p.m. Perfect. And uh, today we're going to talk about a lot of things, some very important things we're going to discuss. We're going to discuss this black monolith, which many of you are familiar with, but we need to go into further detail about that. We're going to talk about this idea that sports are rigged. I want your opinions. Are pro sports rigged? And not just rigged, but are they using technology to help rig these sports? For example, some people believe that there might be magnets in the balls to help the players make these magical three-point shots or uh, field goals in NFL or, you know, when they kick the ball from the ground, what do you call that, punting? I don't know, I'm not an NFL fan, but you get the idea of golf, you know, guys on the putting green. How do they make these miracle shots? Some people believe, can you believe this, that there are magnets in the balls. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the animal hoax. Can you believe there are some people who believe, for example, that the toucan is not a real animal or some people are faking the beaks on their pet toucans? I know it sounds crazy. But not just toucans, also say uh, gorillas in zoos. Some people believe that some or all of the gorillas in zoos are just men in suits. I know that sounds crazy. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Crown Casino in Melbourne. Because I I hear people saying, why Melbourne? Why Melbourne? How come Melbourne right now people are getting arrested for protesting in Melbourne? Or are those protests real? Why do they have a 8 p.m. curfew? in the five million person of five million person city of Melbourne. Why is Melbourne the new epicenter of this coronavirus nonsense and chicanery? I've got a theory about that. We're gonna talk about that in this live stream. So lots to talk about today. I am of course John Lebon coming to you from crazy beautiful Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Yeah yeah boy she and what we're gonna talk about is all those things and so much more. But what we have to do first is check the live stream chat. We've got with us Nathan Oakley says, it's all just a coincidence. 1983 Lives says, greetings from the Western Front. One Trick Pony says, all aboard the Auto Hoax Express. And Jefferson Davis says, yes, we can hear you. So I appreciate the feedback. So how are you all? Let me just get a little, I've got a bottle of water here. I'm just trying to uh, rehydrate after yet another big, crazy day here in wherever the hell I am. And what a time to be alive, guys. What a time to be alive. Wowie. The world just seems to get more crazy and crazy, doesn't it? So my most recent live stream was more than three months ago. I can't believe that. Time has just flown. So I thought I'd better just do a little test live stream. And that's basically what today is going to be. Just a test to get back in the swing of doing the old live streams. So get those comments through. Let me know what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? Post them in that live stream chat and I will read them out as we go through this little mini presentation. But first of all, let's take a look at this black monolith. So on your screen, you can probably see right there, we've got the scene from 2001, A Space Odyssey, and all of the monkeys are standing before a black monolith. From the same film on the right-hand side, we've got the black monolith, and the main character, David Bowman, is laying in bed, and he's trying to touch the black monolith. Why is any of this important? Yeah, good question. So here we've got the black monolith right in front of Ground Zero. The World Trade Center towers collapsed into their own footprints, apparently, something like this. And when this occurred, it happened in front of a black monolith, the 2001 Space Odyssey black monolith style Millennium Hilton, which still stands to this day. And if you look it up, its phone number ends with the digits 2001. But this building was built before 9-11. The Millennium Hilton was built before 9-11. Looks just like a black monolith. And it was there, right across from the World Trade Centers on that fateful day. What are the odds of that? You can see it once again. There is an explosion, apparently from planes flying into buildings on that day. 
Here's another scene from 2001 A Space Odyssey, the Millennium Hilton, no this is the Hilton, the Space Station Hilton from that film, Space Station 5. Believe it or not, the Millennium Hilton is situated at number 55 Church Street, 55 Church Street. But in 2001 A Space Odyssey released in 1968, 33 years prior, there is a Hilton on the Space Station. And it has little white tiles, a very important motif in this film. You can see it again in David Bowman's bedroom, the white tiles. The Millennium Hilton. And what is this in the middle of this little montage? Why it is the IBM supercomputer or super intelligent computer that defeated Garry Kasparov in a game of chess. They called it Deep Blue. And it's a very important piece of technology because it was the first computer supposedly to defeat a grandmaster in chess. Those of you who are big Kubrick fans or who have seen 2001 Space Odyssey will know that this is how Hal, the computer, uh, worked out or could prove to himself that he was more intelligent than the humans by defeating one of the humans in a game of chess. So the movie seems to have been recreated by so-called real life. The black monolith defeats the human in real life, the IBM Deep Blue Computer, and of course IBM and HAL, H-A-L, they share a similarity because what is the letter immediately before I, B and M in the alphabet? Before I you have H, before B you have A, and before M you have L. So IBM and HAL seem to be related somehow. HAL defeats the human in 2001 A Space Odyssey, IBM defeats Garry Kasparov, in this significant game of chess. Yes, indeed. So, let's go and take a look at the live stream chat. Any comments or questions? Joe M says, have you ever seen The Windowless Skyscraper? The Windowless Skyscraper? I don't know what you're talking about. So let's move on to the next, uh, the next thing then. So we'll come back, by the way. We'll come back and look at this monolith montage. It's important for a whole bunch of reasons, but... Magnetic hoops and rigged sports. So I uploaded a video a couple of weeks ago about this magnetic hoops rigged sports concept. What do you guys think about this? Do you think sports are not just rigged, but there's technology involved? Do you think there might be magnets in the balls or some other kind of technology that is helping them to come up with staged goals and baskets and holes in golf? Do you think this is possible? What do you think about this? For me personally, I think pro sports are affected, they are manipulated. I think that's kind of obvious, but are they using technology to do it? I didn't think so until two or three weeks ago. And then I was chatting with this guy called Senpei, and he's a smart young dude. I think he's from America somewhere. He's not currently living in America, but he's an American dude, and he's a very smart young man, I have to say. Well, not that young. I mean, I'm only 33, I think he might be mid-twenties or something, so he's not that much younger than me, but he's relatively young, and he has some very interesting thoughts about this rigged sports concept, and he has some footage, he shares this video footage, <coughs> pardon me, that it does seem a little bit questionable, it does seem to defy the laws of physics, and so it, it got me thinking, well, you know what, maybe, I mean, maybe. Why not? It's possible. I'm very open-minded. And then the animal hoax, guys. So the same character, Senpei, was talking about this idea that the beaks of some of these birds that we see on uh, footage from zoos and from private collections, the beaks appear to have been glued onto the bird. They don't seem natural. Which sounds like a crazy idea. I mean, it's, come on, it's crazy, man. Why would somebody fake a bird beak, man? Come on now. Why would they do such a thing? Well, Senpei has his answers to those questions. So I'll put a link to that video in the info box below. But I want your thoughts, guys, right now as we're live on September 15. What do you think about all of this? So John Doe says, I feel like all sports are rigged. Why would they leave billion-dollar industries to chance? I started watching all of Senpei's videos since he was on your channel. John Doe says, some say upright darkened screen or scrawling mirror. How about a zero domino? 
Okay, I don't really know what he's talking about. But whatever, there's 30 people watching live right now, guys. Get your comments coming through. We've got lots to talk about today. So, let's go back to this animal hoax idea. How about, uh, you know, how about, suppose you're running a zoo and, you know, people love to see gorillas and other big so-called primates. That could be quite a logistical task to first source the gorillas. Like, where do you get them from? And then once you've got them, get them all the way to your zoo, and then you have to feed them, look after them. If they get sick, treat them. They, the only way to make them replenish themselves is to get in like a male and a female and make sure that they mate and then create babies. And you have to look after the babies as well. I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of effort. Now, do some people go to all that effort to have the gorillas in their zoos? Sure, why not? I've got no issue with that. But wouldn't it just be easier to have some costumes and pay some people to pretend to be gorillas? Wouldn't that be easier? Is it possible that some zoos are just doing that? They just have people in fur suits. Is that possible? I say yes. Which takes us back to this collage. Now, if you watch 2001 A Space Odyssey, the first 20 minutes or, or thereabouts, might be 25, has no dialogue. There's no talking. That's one of the reasons why some people find it a very difficult film to get into because there's no talking. What there is, is a whole bunch of monkeys dancing around and fighting each other and carrying on like pork chops. Of course, those were not real gorillas. Those were not real apes. They were humans in costumes being paid to act in this film. And they're being paid to act like monkeys who don't know anything. Then they touch the black monolith, they learn technology, and then the great story of evolution begins, or does it? So going back to the animal hoax, we know that people can dress up as gorillas. You can go to your local costume shop and they might even have a gorilla costume. The question is, are they faking gorillas at the zoo? You know what? I don't know for sure, but it wouldn't surprise me one bit. That's the gorillas. How about the toucans? Are there some people gluing or somehow pasting some sort of adhesion to make sure that these fake beaks are sticking to the, the bird beaks? Well, gee, you know, until a few weeks ago, I hadn't really thought about it. Now I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I'm open-minded. What else have we got? How about the anglerfish? These little fish that apparently swim in like the bottom of the the sea or the ocean and they've got a like a bright light bulb on their head and they use this to catch to catch a little fish are those a real thing do these really exist fish with a light bulb on their head to catch little fish that swim to them and they just go gulp thank you very much you fell right into my little luminescence trap my bioluminescence trap do these fish really exist? Well, you know what? I don't, I've never really thought about it until recently. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I don't know. Interesting. One thing, though, I've had people try and tell me that platypus are a hoax. You know platypus? This bizarre creature with a beak, paws, strange tail, fur, pouch, like a marsupial. Supposedly they're very dangerous from Australia. Do these creatures exist? I've heard some people trying to tell me that they're a hoax. I'm like, well, look, maybe they are, but I've seen them. I'm pretty sure I've seen them in real life when I was a kid. So I don't think they're a hoax. But if someone says to me, oh, no, they're definitely a hoax, I'm like, how do you know for sure they're a hoax? Though? What are you basing that on? So I'm open to the animal hoaxing, but I'm also open to the idea that some people have just gone way off the reservation, which is okay. There's nothing... That's not against the law. I mean, it shouldn't be against the law. It's okay. People can believe what they want. But when they start saying that animals that are real are hoaxes, I'm like, okay, fair enough, but you know I can't take anything you're, serious, or you're saying seriously ever again. You understand that? Not on this topic anyway. So do you really want to... Do you really want to try and say that platypus are definitely a hoax? I'm not so sure that's what you want to do. I'm not so sure. But this broader idea of, can we discuss these animal hoaxes? Is it okay to do that? I think, yeah, we should be able to do that. I don't see the harm in that. So in the live stream chat, Jamie H says, your thoughts on Melbourne police running that guy over then stomping on his head? Good question, Jamie. We're going to talk about that very video in just a moment. 
Sharon Smith says, I've been to a lot of zoos throughout my life. All the gorillas I saw were very real. That is interesting. Uh, Sharon, let me know. I'll read out your comment. When you say they were very real, what was it about them that made you convinced they were real? Was it because they were moving about in a way that humans can't recreate? Was it because they, their dimensions couldn't be a costume? It would have to be a creature with you know, those size legs and arms and, and chest and what have you. Uh, was it because they got close to you and there was just something about their essence that struck you as not being human? Let me know in the live stream chat. Jamie says, John's taking open-minded to a whole new level. Well, you know, Jamie, back in 2015, it was taboo. It was against the rules to discuss the possibility that the Earth is not a giant spinning ball going around the sun. That was, a get, that was apparently some kind of taboo, and you were a witch. What? Somebody in the so-called truth movement is questioning the shape of the Earth? You can't do that. We're going to call them a bunch of names, is what happened. It's crazy stuff, man. That was five years ago. Excuse me while I have another drink of water. Oh boy, I copped a lot of flack for that. What? JLB? JLB's been sent here to discredit my truth movements. And now he's talking about... Now he's interviewing flat earthers and talking about the earth not being a giant spinning ball. What? You can't talk about that. And I was like, yeah, I can talk about that. Who are you? I can do whatever I want. And you don't have to listen. So relax. Well, half a decade on and globe earth skepticism, ball earth skepticism is a fairly acceptable thing now. Someone has to come along and be the one to break the taboo. Or else it will just always be a taboo, won't it? So if, if fake animals is a taboo, or if rigged sports with magnets is a taboo, well, I'm happy to discuss taboo topics. It's not a big deal. Sharon says, I think there are animals that have been genetically modified. Tell us more. I will read out your comments. Branko Colo says, have you been close to the gorillas? They show those zoo animals only from a distance. So how do you know that they're real? That's a good question. Sharon says, it's the smell. You can't fake the smell. Well, Sharon, look. Yes, you can. Because whatever the real smell is, why can't you just take the whatever causes that smell and recreate it? Why is that such a hard thing to do? Why, I'm not saying they're doing this, by the way. Let's just think through it. You get a guy dressed up in a monkey suit, why can't you just cover him in manure and make him smell like crap? Why can't you do that? First for Truth says JLB, and uh, he gives a little fire sign. First for Truth, welcome to the live stream. 44 people watching live right now, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, boys. John, boy, uh, John Doe rather says, I can't take someone seriously who says all koalas are fake. Good point, John. Yeah, so this is another one. There are people out there some of them seemingly very intelligent who want to argue that koalas are fake. Again, <clears throat> here's the problem. I grew up in Australia, so I've seen koalas. Lots of them. And maybe they were fake, but I don't think koalas are fake. So someone who says to me, no, they're definitely fake, I'm like, what do you base that on? What are you basing that claim on? That's what I want to know. With the people who I think their opinions are wrong, I'm like, well, they're probably wrong, but maybe they're right. But what matters is, what's the evidence? What's the logic? What leads you to this conclusion? Why are you saying this? Because we can talk about it. But if it's just, oh no, they're fake, and there's no thought behind it, I'm like, okay, fine, you can believe that, but now there's no need to uh, carry on the conversation because clearly uh, this is not about evidence or logic. And that's okay, but no need to carry on the conversation. Okay, uh, let's have a look. Man, 40 people watching live. This is an impromptu live stream, guys. I, I got home, I went out for dinner. I probably had one or two beers too many. And I got home and I was like, I want to live stream. And there was a voice in my head saying, dude, don't live stream. You've, you've had one beer too many. Don't live stream. And you've, it's okay to live stream when you're drinking, but don't do it when you've had too much drink. And I was like, all right, I'll organize a live stream. I'll drink a whole ton of water. And if I feel good, at 11 p.m. local, I'll stream. And that's what I did. I've been drinking outrageous amounts of water. Yeah, yeah, boy. All right. 
Peter Plus says lemmings don't throw themselves off cliffs. Yeah, I don't think they do either. The whole lemming off cliffs thing. Sometimes you'll hear me talk about the people, like the, the masses, as though they're lemmings going off a cliff. That's me using the lemmings off the cliff idea as an analogy or a metaphor. That's not me saying that lemmings literally go off cliffs because I don't believe they do. I think that... that I think the story is that somebody... Was it Disney? Someone f- like faked a video of lemmings going off cliffs. So I don't think that there's actually a group of uh, animals who actually do just jump off cliffs. That would be kind of amusing though. So if that was a real thing, I would like to see that. But I don't think that's a real thing. Of course, there was a video game, a very popular video game back in the 1990s. On the, was it on the Windows computer back then? I played it on a computer at a friend's house where the lemmings would literally walk off cliffs and your job was to direct them to safety. It was a cool game, lots of fun. So in that sense, the lemmings analogy or metaphor still holds up. You can say, well, I'm not talking about the animal lemmings, I'm talking about the video game lemmings, the NPC lemmings. In fact, in many ways, that kind of works better, doesn't it? The lemmings who just keep walking have to be directed. They get told what to do. You have to wear masks now, guys. Oh, no, don't, don't wear masks. They make no difference. Oh, actually, no, we changed our mind. Now you have to wear masks. And we're going to fine you if you don't. Though the people who just go along with this with no critical thought whatsoever, yeah, they're lemmings. You had better believe it. Wooden Donkey Club says, I saw a koala crossing the road in Stanthorpe. Defo real. Yeah, I bet you did. That's what I'm saying. I think koalas are real. So the people who come along with valid questions about gorillas or toucans or anglerfish but who then say oh koalas are a hoax or say that uh, platypus are a hoax it's like okay but you understand now like you're allowed to say that you can believe it if you want but you understand now we can't have a serious conversation because you've just told me that you're not really putting any real thought into this so what's the point yeah it's, uh, yeah. Technonosis says, I remember when that article lemming was found in the Mars rover photos. Article lemming. I'm not sure exactly what you're talking about, TNG, but get your comments coming through, guys. I read about 50 people watching live. Goodness gracious me. So what happened was my last live stream was about three and a half months ago. I think back the beginning of June. Was it June, July, August? Yeah, I think it was the beginning of June. And I haven't done a live stream since then. Because every time I'm in the mood to do a live stream, I'm like, no, nah, don't do one tonight. You've, you're not in the right uh, frame of mind, you know what I'm trying to say? So I just haven't done one for a while. So tonight's really just a, a test run to get back into the swing of things and to discuss some very important topics. So once again, we're going to go into more detail about this black monolith motif. Very important. Rigged sports guys. Get your comments coming through. Are they using magnets underneath the putting green to allow the golfers to make these magical shots? The animal hoax we've already spoken about a fair bit. And of course, why Melbourne, guys? Why Melbourne? We'll come back and talk about all of that and so much more in this presentation. So going back to the live stream comments. Oh, yeah, nothing nothing new there. So, all right. So 2001, A Space Odyssey, Stanley Kubrick, 1968, the year before the moon landings, yeah. And the monkeys are shown as primitive creatures. They touch the black monolith. Then they learn the idea of using bones as weapons. The bone goes up in the air. What do we see coming down? The space station. And so begins this story of people going to visit the black monolith on the moon. What happens when they're there? They're given a fake cover story. These people are concerned. They speak to Haywood Floyd, which is an anagram of Hollywood. They speak to Haywood Floyd and they say, hey, we're hearing stories that uh, that there's a, a disease. And then Haywood Floyd's like, well, I can't talk about that. So they, ha- they have planted the seed of a fake virus to cover up what's really going on, which is the discovery of technology that may be life-changing, maybe metaphysically changing. So they spread a fake cover story about a virus. Now, take a look around you. Take a look what's happening in the world right now. It would appear that many people believe there's a virus going around. And so that's why there's been this big change. Big change to, well, you can't go and see your friends, you can't go to a restaurant, you can't work your job, you can't travel. 
and now you have to wear a mask. Your kids can't go to school as per usual. Now it's all done via Zoom or via other technology. I mean, look at how commonplace Zoom has become now. Zoom is so common now. In fact, I've even begun doing it. I was on a Zoom uh, meetup a couple of weeks ago. And you know what? It was more fun than I expected. It was pretty cool. And I've been doing Zoom poker. I've got a couple of mates back in Melbourne who like to play online poker. and Well, they, they like to play real-life poker. Back when I was in Melbourne, I played real-life poker with them. But now they can't do that, so they've gone online. You know what? Just getting on Zoom and just playing some online poker for not much money, really, just for pocket change, really. But just playing some poker, man, having a couple of beers, talking some crap, it's a lot of fun. So even I have been, uh, what would you say, what's the word for it? I've been swept into, gravitated towards, sucked into, somehow dragged into this Zoom new normal. And that is what's happening now. We've gone more technological under the guise of a virus. But just like in 2001 Space Odyssey, that's not real. That's not a real thing. That's a cover story. That's fake. There's something else going on. Yeah, yeah, boy. Let's check the comments. Fakeologist says, hello, JLB. Yes, hello to you, Fakeologist. Is that the real Fakeologist? Let me check their channel. Hold on. How come I can't check the channel? Should be a button to let me check the channel. I can't. I'm going to assume that's a real fakeologist. I hope it is. And yeah, fakeologist, uh, smart guy, man, way ahead of the curve on so many things. But recently he seems to be pushing this idea that all of the arrests in Melbourne are fake. And I'm like, what do you base that claim on? You know these arrests? We're going to talk about that in this live stream, actually. Let's have ourselves a nice, fun live stream. Yeah, there's been people getting arrested in Melbourne supposedly for inciting people to break the rules. The rules are you can't protest now. Because, you know, even though it's a democracy and it's a free country, well, yeah, it is, but we can't have those rights and freedoms because, you know, there's a ooga booga virus trying to kill us, man. Is it? We're in a war on germs right now. You're either with us or you're with the germs, basically. So you can't have protests. You can't have freedom of movement. We're, we're trying to win the war on germs. And so the story goes that people are getting arrested for inciting others to break the rules. There was the pregnant lady, the, the supposedly pregnant lady in Ballarat, in Victoria. There was the Bartolo guy, the uh, you know Facebook truther, arrested, where he's got footage of him on the balcony saying to the police, "What's what are you here for?" And the police are like, "We're here to arrest you." And he's like, "Yeah, but what for?" They're like, "That's it. We're coming in. Bang, knock down the door." Then there is the footage. It's not coronavirus related specifically, but of the police knocking that dude over and then stomping on his head. There's a footage of the lady in her car saying, I don't trust you, I don't, I don't feel safe. And the police officer's like, yeah, you're safe. Opens the door, takes off her uh, seatbelt, and then drags her out of the car. So there's four different examples of things that some people say are fake. Now, of course, it's video footage. Any video footage can be faked. Of course it can. But is all of these arrests... Are they all fake as well? Is that footage fake as well? I'm not so sure. And fakeologist of fakeologist.com, he seems to be of the opinion it's all fake. And I'm like, yeah, but why? And so far as I can tell, the only argument is, well, because it's on TV. If it's on TV, it must be fake. And I'm like, okay, is that really, that's, that's the depth. That's the depth of thought that's going into this. Well, it's on TV, so it's fake. That's, that's it. Fair enough. Like, believe whatever you want. But you can see why I can't go along with this, this, uh, this thought process because people do get arrested. That's a real thing. So TNG says it's a real lab. I'm glad to hear that. John Doe says, I don't think pro golf tightly controls access to the balls. Jamie H says you can protest if it's a BLM. Well, you can protest with Black Lives Matter because the coronavirus does not transmit among BLM protesters. It's a very woke virus. It knows who to attack and who to who to not attack, doesn't it? So BLM protests are okay, but protesting against the lockdowns, man, the, the virus is going to strike. So the police need to stop stop you from protesting. First for Truth says, JLB, what are your thoughts about the Kenosha kid, Kyle Rittenhouse, 
engage gross cruets missing bicep. Okay, so the Kenosha one, is that the one where some dude, some young dude supposedly took a gun to a protest and shot somebody? Because if that's what you're referring to, I haven't looked at it. I don't know. I don't know. I can't say if it was fake or real. My initial suspicion would be fake. Because when you're talking about regular civilians shooting people in uh, mass televised events, well, there is precedent of that being fake. So my initial suspicion would be fake. But without looking into it far enough... I can't say definitively one way or the other. In terms of a gauge, gross, cruets, missing bicep, if that's a real thing, that's the first I've heard of it. I've got no idea what the hell that is, to tell you the uh, perfect truth. So let's go and take a look at Crown Melbourne. So you know that Corona means crown. You guys know that? Corona means halo, crown. This is what Corona means in uh, different contexts. And Melbourne is currently the epicenter of this coronavirus nonsense. It is the epicenter. It's the place where all the nonsense is going on. Did you know that there's a casino, the main casino in Melbourne? It's called Crown Casino. And what I'm going to try and suggest to you over the course of this presentation is that there may be some kind of esoteric or occult significance to Crown Casino, Melbourne, and this coronavirus nonsense. So let's take a look at this Crown Melbourne. Crown Melbourne, also referred to as Crown Casino, is a casino and resort located on the south bank of the Yarra River in Melbourne, Australia. Crown Casino is a unit of Crown Limited and the first casino of the now international Crown brand. Initially having opened in 1994 on the north bank of the Yarra, Crown Melbourne relocated and reopened on the south bank of the Yarra in 1997. It remains one of the central features of the South Bank Precinct of Melbourne Central Business District. It's equivalent of two city blocks. It's a huge, huge place. Has four hotels. Crown Towers, Crown Promenade and Crown Metropole with a fourth hotel approved for construction which is expected to commence in 2018. We'll come back and talk about that as well. So Crown Casino, you can see it there. This is Crown right on the river there in Melbourne. I've been there a few times to play some poker. I love poker, man. Big fan of poker. Love it. Just excuse me while I have a bottle of water here. JLB, did you win or did you lose playing poker? Well, I went there four times when I was 18, either 18 or 19 years old. The first two times I went, I won like 100 bucks, 150 bucks. Which for me back then was, even to this day, that's you know, it's decent money. Back then, that was a lot of money. And I thought I was a genius. I'm like, yep, poker's the future for me. I'm going to come here every Saturday from now on, or every Saturday. Then I'm afraid of a part-time job, so I couldn't go every Saturday. But I was like, from now on, when I can, I'm going to come here on a Friday or a Saturday and win some money from these fish. Then the third time I went, I lost 100 bucks, And I had terrible luck. And I was like, oh, well, that's poker. That happens. No big deal. I went there a fourth time. I had the worst luck of my, up to that point, my, my life in poker. It was the worst beat of my time. I'm like, you know what? Maybe this isn't just luck. Maybe, so basically all the money I won the first two times, I'd lost the third and fourth time. So I was back at zero again. And I'm like, but what if next time I come, I lose again? Like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not going to, nah, there's something, something weird going on here. I'm not going to do this. You know, I, had, I just lost like poor choices or whatever. Fair enough, but. I had a couple of like runner runner loss. I'm just like, no, nah, no, nah, that's it. I'm done. And I never played poker there again. But I've been there a few times. It's a cool place. It's a um, beautiful facility. It's right across the river. I used to work right near where Crown Casino is. I used to work at a place called Freshwater Place, which is right near Crown Casino. Had a job in a phone center, an inbound phone center. That was many years later, though. Like I went there, played poker when I was like 18, 19, but then... Uh, got a bit older, went overseas for a bit, came back to Melbourne, and then got this new job at this phone centre, which is right near Crown Casino. So this little part of Melbourne, you know, it's I can't help but uh, be a little bit sentimental when I think back to the, the good old days, yeah? The good old days. There are always good old days when you look back. Look back with rose-coloured glasses, don't we? Look back at the good times. Maybe don't remember so much the bad times. Yeah, yeah, boy. Rose-coloured glasses. Sentimentality. Sentimental. So, JLB, what the hell's your point here? Why are you talking about Crown? Okay, so, so here's what... You don't have to agree with me, but here's the premises. 
Premise one, Melbourne is the current epicenter of coronavirus nonsense and chicanery. Premise two, the largest casino in Melbourne, and in fact Australia, but it's located in Melbourne, is called Crown Casino. Are you with me so far? Now, let's take a look at the fourth hotel, which was supposed to commence in 2018. They still haven't started building it yet. It's called One Queensbridge. Now, think of what a queen wears on her head. What does she wear? One Queensbridge was a proposed mixed-use super-tall skyscraper to be located in the South Bank precinct of Melbourne, Australia. The skyscraper would have become the tallest building in Melbourne, blah, 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 proposed by Crown Limited. It's going to cost about $1.8 billion. And it would be a footbridge to link the project to the Crown Casino Entertainment Complex on Queen's Bridge Street. Again, think about what a queen wears on her head. So Crown Casino was going to build the tallest building in Australia and certainly the tallest building in Melbourne. It was going to be a Crown building. So had this gone ahead, not only would Crown have been the biggest casino in Australia based in Melbourne, it would have been the tallest building, which is to say that Crown would have crowned Melbourne. Okay, so think of what goes on your head, the crown. Or where does a crown go? It goes on your head, at the top. What if the tallest building of a city is a crown? So you've got the double crown, crown crown, on Queen's Bridge. Crown, crown, crown. Or corona, corona, corona. Now, at this point, you might be thinking, oh my God, is JLB, he can't be serious. Is he trying to say there's some kind of significance to the crown and the corona? And like, is that what he's suggesting? Well, to be quite frank, yes. And we'll come back to that. But before we do, let's read out some of the comments here at the live stream chat. What have we got here? John Doe says, G7, G10 protests always went the same way. Send in Asian provocateurs one day to vandalize, then beat the crap out of real protesters. Yeah, I'm open to that. Tom Parker says, the virus is real. Trump is a hero. Wake up, people, if you actually believe that. Not sure if he's being sarcastic. Ray de Guzman says, it is a catalyst towards the development of the world. To take part, we must do our best in being competent in the sciences so that we can be useful. Ray, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about, mate. No offense. ID Canspire says, there is media conglomerate inside Area 51. ID is a very intelligent guy. I think he's being a bit cheeky. Synchronized Synergy says all of Argentina is more locked down than Melbourne. Is that true? That could be true. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. Nathan Oakley says he can't be serious. Yeah, I have no idea. 60 people watching live. That's, I think that's a new, like for an impromptu stream that wasn't planned, I think that's a new record for this channel. So much so, I'm tempted to make this stream go a little bit longer than was originally planned. This is meant to be about half an hour, 45 minutes as a test run. But if there's a decent audience here of people paying attention, I might just go into a bit more detail about the black monolith, the fake sports, supposedly fake sports, the fake animals, supposedly fake animals, and the crown connection, because I'm only just getting warmed up. I'm only just getting started here, guys. I'm only just getting warmed up. You ain't seen nothing yet. So before we do that, let's look up, uh, let's look up Argentina, Argentina. Lockdown Corona. This is news to me, guys. Let's take a look. Argentina extends coronavirus lockdown. That's from July 31. That's a long time ago. August 12. That's a bit more. Let's 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 go to tools. Let's go to past week. That's what we want. Okay. This is from ft.com. Oh no, BA Times. Buenos Aires Times. All right. What's with all the cookies? Like what, I don't, I don't even get me started. All right, so this is from ft.com. Coronavirus risks critical blow to Argentina's ailing economy. Latin American country was ill-placed to deal with the pandemic after years of stagnation. La Flor de Baraca, a well-known bar in Buenos Aires, has withstood the ups and downs of Argentina's combustible economy for more than a century. Then came coronavirus. Yeah, I just want to know what about the lockdown, guys. What's the lockdown? Okay, so it began its lockdown in March. Has extended until at least September 20. A ban on flights and social gatherings. Closure of tourist venues, restaurants and bars. 
are the toughest in Latin America. They sound no worse than what's happening in Melbourne. In fact, Melbourne sounds worse to me because they don't mention a curfew here. Is there a curfew? Let's, let's, let's find out. No, no curfew. You understand Melbourne's in a curfew until like from 8 p.m. You're not allowed to be outside and you can only have one visitor in your house. Here's a story in Melbourne. You can't even leave Melbourne, the metro area. If you try and leave the metro area, there are checkpoints. And if you don't have an excuse to be out of there, they send you back home, possibly with a fine. And then you can't shop for more than five kilometers from your house. So if you're leaving your house to go shopping, that's okay, but you have to be within five k's of your house. You can't go shopping anywhere. That's the story. And people I know in Melbourne tell me, yeah, that's actually how it is here. So from what I can tell here, I don't think Argentina, like I'm not defending Argentina's lockdown, I'm just saying it doesn't seem worse in Melbourne. Melbourne still seems worse to me. Maybe BA Times has a different story. No, not really. Yes, no offence whoever said that, but I don't think uh, you're correct. All right, what else have we got here? Tom Parker says he was being sarcastic. Good, I'm glad to hear it. Uh, Tom Parker says, stay live. Look, I, I might. The only problem is I'm still a bit peckish. I'm tempted to order in some Uber Eats, or we call it Grab here in Malaysia. But there's a curfew here at midnight. So if I don't order before midnight, I won't get my food. So I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it for five minutes. I'll think about it. What's this? 1.5 litres of water. Yeah, 1.5. That's good rehydration. John Doe says, giant anteaters look just as fake as gorillas. What does JLB think about pandas being fake? Well, pandas, same as gorillas. Yeah, I think it'd be cheaper to pay a guy to pretend to be a panda. And I think a panda would almost be an easier hoax to pull off because nobody expects a panda to move quickly with apes or giant um, gorillas or whatever. But those are big, strong creatures. And, and people might expect to see something like that at the zoo, whereas pandas, all they have to do is just walk around and people would be happy. Oh, it's a panda, it's chewing on bamboo, you know. So if anything, be easier than the, the gorillas. Now, am I saying that I think all the pandas in zoos are fake? That's not what I'm saying, no. But do I think that they might be faking some pandas? Yeah, yes I do. I think it's possible, definitely. Yes. Yes, I do. DB user, a much loved member of JohnTheBond.com, a much loved member of JohnTheBond.com says, masked lady dragged from car equals Natalie Bonnet, Victorian actress whose star now profile was just deleted for some reason, hat tip to fakeologist.com. Well, I had a look at that, because DB user, or was it somebody else on my Discord? Someone posted something about that, and I had, a, I had a cursory look, a brief look, but it did appear from my cursory look that this lady did indeed have some kind of acting profile. Now, does that mean necessarily that her video is fake? No, it's not a case closed. However, it is suspicious, isn't it? It is suspicious. Because what people are going to say is, well, was she an actress looking for a job? And she was told, hey, we've got a job for you. Pretend to be a sovereign citizen getting arrested by the Popo. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know what I mean? I mean, how many people have active profiles? It'd be less than 1% of the population, surely. So, you know, what are the odds? You know what I'm trying to say? What are the odds? It's not case closed, but it is a little bit suspicious, I think. Nathan Oakley says that Panda is pedo code. Okay. Nathan, are you being serious? Because I've heard this idea floated before. And uh, when I'm talking about fake animals, I'm not talking anything about any of that pedo nonsense, any of the QAnon elite pedo ring. I'm not, I'm not, I, have, I have no interest in talking about any of that stuff, period. So... You can believe whatever you want, but don't please don't clutter my live stream chat with any of that stuff, if you wouldn't mind. Cheers. So Gia Kism, G-I-A-K-I-S-M, Gia Kism, new, uh, there's lots of new people here, people whose names I haven't seen before, says, were you being serious about the toucan conspiracy? Can't tell if you were trolling or not. If so, you've lost my attention. Well, geekism, to get straight to the heart of the matter, watch the video, I think it was like 15, 20 minutes, listen to the conversation, the questions, the ideas, and if you find any of that off-putting or upsetting or for whatever reason objectionable, 
then you can just unsubscribe and, and stop listening, stop watching. It's not a big deal. It's okay. No hard feelings. <coughs> no hard feelings whatsoever. But you do understand, Jakeism, like right now you're listening to a guy who openly says on camera, dinosaurs are a hoax, outer space is a hoax, the Titanic never existed, the diamonds that people have on their diamond rings, those diamonds are made in Chinese factories, they don't come from the earth. What else? Oh, oh, nuclear bombs, complete hoax, never existed, never will exist, they're not real. I mean, it's just, there's quite a long list of these things. So, what gets me is, I mean, if someone's new to this channel, fair enough. Like, if they're like, oh, what is saying that maybe animals are fake? I, I don't like this, I'm out of here, fine. But people who've been here for a few years, have, who are upset by me talking about rigged sports or uh, fake animals, it's like, have you forgotten that I'm the guy who five years ago was saying that the spinning ball earth is a hoax? Like, that was five years ago. Have you forgotten about that? Or dinosaurs being a hoax? Like, I'm the, I'm the first person in recorded human history to go out to a so-called dinosaur uh, dig, like where they dig up the dinosaurs, and go and see the holotype specimen, and inspect it, and take photos and video footage, and say on camera, guys, I think this is a hoax. Like, have you... For those of you who've been here for... Have you, have you guys forgotten all of that? Like, is that... Slipped your mind? So if someone says to me, oh, you can't talk about animals or sports being... I'm like... Why can't I talk about that? You know, I'm the guy who says outer space is a, like there is no outer space. Period. Doesn't exist. Ever. Like it's not a real thing. It's just in books and movies. That's all. in your imagination. That's it. But but me saying that maybe a toucan has a beak glued to its beak, like a bigger beak glued to a smaller beak, like a prosthetic beak. Maybe some uh, bird owners put prosthetic beaks on their birds to get bigger YouTube views. All this kind of, like that. That's too controversial for you. But I'm the guy who says that outer space is a hoax, dinosaurs are a hoax, the Titanic never existed, Nikola Tesla never existed, fake character. I'm the guy who says all of that, but you draw the line at prosthetic beaks on toucans. Really? I mean, okay, that's okay, that's fine. Like, We've all got our arbitrary limits, don't we? DS in the live stream chat says, Oz must have millions of cases and bodies everywhere to take such extreme measures. Good smoky morning from the burning west coast of North America. Well, hello to you, DS. Hope you're all well. Fractal Truth says, The blind leading the blind. Who are you referring to? Give us more detail. Michael Gwiman says that his boy TM, Dominic TM, won the US Open, rigged outcome. It might have been. I mean, it was a thrilling contest, wasn't it? Two sets to love, and Zverev's had the break. So he was marching to victory. And then all of a sudden, what happens? And this happened, I fell asleep at that point. It was like 4 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. I was chatting with all these lovely fellows on the JLB Discord server. And so I just pulled up a nice little spot on my couch, set up the computer, had the microphone there, but I was on mute, just listening to Michael and other people chatting about all kinds of things. And I had the US Open there on my screen. And I had a bet, my, I had like a small bet on um, TM. And I was like, oh, well, I lost that bet, no big deal. That's a shame. And I fell asleep, and then I woke up in the morning, I didn't even check the, the tennis results, and then someone posted, I think it was Dante posted in the Discord, uh, TM, exclamation mark, and I'm like, no way. Check the scores, oh my god, TM won in a five set thriller. Yeah? Could that be rigged? Sure, why not? I don't see any problem with that. Now let me just check my little phone here. Can I still order? I just feel like maybe a kebab or something. Let me just check my little Grab Eats app. Mm-mm-mm. Can I still order food? Is it too late? Midnight curfews, guys. Goodness gracious. Oh, I haven't set this uh, phone up with Wi-Fi yet. Uh, that's okay. I'll work it out. Hold on. I'll work it out. Wi-Fi... Um, yeah, I think I want that one. I think the password is this. Oh, by the way, I moved into a new place today. I was meant to be staying two more days in this other place, but some things went down, I had to get out of there. So I've got two days here and then I moved to a new Airbnb. This is like my, my halfway Airbnb. So I was meant to be in the last place for four weeks. I was there for 26 days. Then I had to leave early and uh, I couldn't bring the next Airbnb forward. So I just got a new place for two days. So I think we're connected to Wi-Fi. So let's go to 
We can't find you on the map. What are you talking about? Same address as before, man. Alright. Let's have a look here. Type that in. Yes, that's right. Yes. Alrighty now. Oh, I think they're still open, guys. I think they're still open. Yeah, yeah, boy. Might just get me a... Mmm. Chicken meal sandwich. Let's go large size. Yeah, this might be a late night. Add to basket. Yes. What else you got? Come on now. Come on now. What else we got here? <laughs> Ooh. Yep, might have some of them. Yes, please. Add to basket. View basket. Deliver now, 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah, boy. Done. Alright. So, we've got about 15 minutes, guys, until I have to wrap this one up. So much to talk about. So little time. 66 people watching live. Alrighty. Oh, I've sobered, I've sobered right up, haven't I? Okay, uh, okay. Nice we got here. John Doe says, has JLB looked into directed energy weapons causing selective wildfires? <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, well, uh, no, I haven't, to tell you the truth. Because the whole idea of a directive energy weapon... Hold on, let's get something more interesting on the screen here. Let's go back to the monolith. Yeah, yeah. The whole idea of uh, directed energy weapons... Are there any weapons that are not directed energy? Okay, like think about a bullet... Right, if, I, if you shoot a bullet at me, you've just shot a direct energy weapon at me, haven't you? If, if you try and hit me with an axe, that's a direct energy weapon, isn't it? So I, just the whole idea of direct energy weapons, I'm like, is that a piss Is that a joke? Like, are they just saying that to see who's foolish enough to parrot that nonsense? I think that might be the case. Now, Judy Wood with her dustification... Actually, let me tell you something. I should save this for the after call, the uh, member-only after call. I was listening to Quantum of Conscience recently, and I really am not familiar with this guy, but many of, or several of the members of JohnLeBond.com are big fans of Quantum of Conscience. And I'm like, well, these are smart people. If they say he's a smart dude with insights to share, I'm a listen. So I downloaded and ripped to an MP3 his 9-11, I think he called it my last 9-11 video, something like this. About a one hour, maybe one hour, 30 minute presentation. And I listened to it yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? Might have been the day before. But anyway, it was pretty good overall. I, was, I found it enjoyable to listen to. He's an interesting character. He says a lot of things that are not only true but need to be said, such as no planes. I don't think he touched on no victims, though, which was a little bit disappointing. I don't know if he realises that nobody died, nobody got hurt. But uh, at least he knows the no planes part, so that's good. But then he said something that I found interesting. He's talking about the dustification of the buildings. And I'm like, dustification of the buildings? You see, sort of going down the Judy Wood path here. Now, I'm not sure if you mentioned Judy Wood specifically. And the truth of the matter is, I don't know how the buildings came down. I don't know. I don't know. I've got my theories, though. And I've written articles about that at johnlebon.com. Is it possible they were dustified by some kind of space beam? I suppose. Let me just make sure that this is confirmation that I'm getting here. Not cancelling my order. Nope. Found you a driver. Yeah, yeah, boy. All right. See, so dustification of the buildings, man, I don't know, man, I don't know about that. What, like, direct energy, what, what are you talking about? Satellites in the sky? You know, like, you know satellites are a hoax, yeah? There are no satellites, that's fake. So, what are we talking about? Some kind of advanced secret weapon that uses electromagnetic magnetic, uh, energy? Like, okay, I'm open to that, that's possible. I've seen no energy, uh, no evidence that's the case, but, yeah, I'm, I'm open-minded to it. I don't know, but, yeah, so getting back to this guy's uh, point, where was he? Something about direct energy weapons. Look, I, I don't think so, man. I'm open-minded, but I don't think so. I don't think so. What else have we got here in the life? Guys, we have to wrap this up in uh, 10 minutes so I can go and uh, have a bit of food, and then I'll be back. But when I come back, I'll be on the JLB Discord server, hopefully chatting with many of you fine folk. The JLB Discord server over the last few months has just been intense, man. Sometimes we get two, three, four, five, ten. I think one time we had 15, 20 people there, all just chatting about all kinds of things. It's been fantastic. So what I'll do is I'll take a break. Have me some food, some midnight snacks, maybe open another couple of beers. Now that I'm rehydrated, just drank 1.5 litres of water. That can't possibly be good for you, but anyway. So I'm feeling good, so we might have a, a bit of a compression session at johnthebond.com in the JLB Discord server in about half an hour. But I need to wrap up this live stream, so what have we got here? 
Diva user says, trippy infinity mirror effect on the live stream video right now. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Gia Kism says, I like your overall content. I agree on space hoax. Dinosaurs probably likely a hoax. I've seen plausible research to debunk nukes, but I've seen two cans in the wild. Gia Kism, you can, what you can do is, if, if there are, you mean you've seen them because they're near where you live, or you mean you saw them when you are on holiday? If the latter, then can you send us photos that maybe you took, like happy snaps? If the former, why not go and take a photo or a video sometime in the next week or two and send it to johnlebond.com123, johnlebond123gmail.com, my email address, you can find it on the website, but it's johnlebond123gmail.com. I'll make a video about it. I'll be like, guys, I, as you know, I'm skeptical about a whole bunch of things. I was open to the toucan hoax, but I got this footage. Now, do I know geochism? No, I don't, but it's somebody's testimony and their footage. Let's take a look at it, and I'll show you a video or I'll show you a photo and you will give us evidence to suggest that toucans are real. The toucans that we see, like, it's one thing if people are faking prosthetic toucans uh, at home, but if you, like, who, who the hell is sticking prosthetic beaks on wild toucans? It's, it it kind of sounds a bit outlandish. So if you can find wild toucans with the beaks, bang. It's not quite a case closed, but it's pretty good evidence that the toucans can actually develop these beaks uh, for real in the wild, isn't it? So you help me help you, or you help you help me, or whatever the, the thing is, send me an email with your evidence and I will be more than happy to make a video about it. Okay, 60 people watching live. Yeah, yeah, boy. ID Canspire from, I think he's from Kentucky, don't quote me, from that general part of the US, very smart dude, says, hair extensions, hair coloring, and other modifications could easily be utilized on actual animals, then placed in natural zoos then removed after filming. Yeah, well, it's quite possible. Jack Senpei says, how many grab points you got, bro? That's a good question. I've never used any, so you'd think there'd be a few there. How do you find out? Mm, I've got 857 points. Is that good or bad? You tell me. Oh, but get this. Right next to where it says how many points you got, there's a crown. I never noticed that until just now. What happens if you add eight, five, and seven, 20? Ooh, so my points add to 20 as in 2020. So I've got the crown, 20 points on my grab deliveries. By the way, how long until my dude gets here? Estimated arrival, 12.30. Yeah, so I need to wrap this up within 10, I think. Alrighty, what have we got here? Cubstar says, bravo, JLB, D-E-W, direct energy weapons, dissected in two seconds. Thanks, man, I've spoken about this before. Like, direct energy weapons. What weapons are not direct energy? There might be some, I don't know. Like, I'm not so smart that I know everything. Maybe I'm overlooking something. Can someone name me a weapon that's not direct energy? Anybody, please. Mr. Electron says, are you on LBRY library? I don't think so. I haven't set up a library account. Someone might have set one up for me, but I don't think so. So to answer your question, no, I don't think I'm on library. What I do have is a mailing list. And so I'm glad you asked, actually. This is a free mailing list. Link in the info box below. It would take you two seconds to join. And once you're on the mailing list, which again is free, I send out material. I try and send out two emails a month, but it's been probably one email per month the last few months, to tell you the truth. But I try and send out two emails a month, which always contain a link to material that used to be just for members, now available for free to the mailing list. So in other words, all these people here that you can see, all the members of johnlebond.com, the people who make all this possible, there's 120 people who make all this possible. They get all of the member content. But some people, maybe they're new to my site or they're new to my content, they don't want to sign up yet, or they know all about my website and my... It says that OBS got disconnected. So I don't know what happened there. But anyway, the point of my story was some people just can't or won't join, uh, join johnthebond.com, which is, I mean, that's, that's up to them. That's their business. I would say they're missing out, but of course I'd say that. It's my site. I'm kind of, I've got a best interest in saying that, don't I? So if you can't join johnlebond.com as a member, you wanna make sure you're on the mailing list, it's free, and I send out material once or twice a month that was previously just for the members. And this way, even if YouTube deletes my YouTube channel, doesn't matter, because I, I host my videos on my own website. Right? I use YouTube to promote my website, but I host my member videos on my website. I pay a different company good money to host my videos. YouTube can't stop that. So if YouTube deletes me, okay, it's not a good thing, I'm not happy about it, but Life goes on, I can send mailing list emails to people to still get my content out to them. And then if I start a new YouTube channel, 
I can just send an email saying, hey guys, here's the new YouTube channel. Go and join it. Easy. No problem. So getting back to that question, uh, something at library. No, I'm not on library, but I don't really feel like I need it. Okay, they've just changed my delivery time to 12.20, so I've really got to wrap up in five minutes, guys. So I'll try and get through as many questions as I can. Uh, let's see, Jack Simpe says, I could definitely see the beaks being painted. Yep, why not? Uh, Dirty Benny says, hi, JLB. Nice job challenging AB on allopathic medicine on the last FART. Yeah, so for, thank you, Dirty Benny, for saying that. For context, AB, the fakeologist, great guy, awesome dude. He's done great work at fakeologist.com. He's a pioneer. And I've benefited from his website in many ways. So I'm a big fan. I've sent him money as uh, just my way of saying thanks for what he's done. Holy shit, my guy's here, guys. I have to go. Uh, if, you're on, if you're a JLB member, uh, go to the Discord. I'll be there in about 15, 20 minutes once I've had my little snack. I'll be there with beers in the fridge. And we're going to talk a whole heap of shit on johnthebond.com. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. What do you want to talk about? We're going to talk about that. So I'll see you on the Discord server in just a minute. And if you're not a member, then please go and join the mailing list. If it's free, very easy. Link in the info box below. John the Bond on September 15, 2020. This has been a test stream. Thank you all for all the kind words and support and what have you. I love it. It's fantastic. And uh, if you want more information about this um, Crown Casino link, I only gave you guys the warm-up. The full video is available right now at johnthebond.com, and I speak about how the Simpsons predicted coronavirus. I know that sounds crazy. They predicted that Melbourne would be the, ho the epicenter of it. I know that sounds crazy. Link to this will be in the info boxes uh, below as well. But I've got to go because my food's waiting and there's a poor dude at the bottom of this building. I have to uh, go and get my food. So thank you, everybody. That's the end of the stream. And uh, I'll see some of you in the Discord server in about 15, 20 minutes. Ta-ta. Toodaloo. <laughs> Shamona. <laughs>